Live from somewhere deep, deep inside Los Angeles, this is Dre's Geek Philosophy. We got me, your host, Dre Cervantes. We have excessively long executive producer, Sam Zia. Excessively long. You can ask Maria all about that. And we have judgmental nerd, Peter Malini. With me, as usual, we have the crew, the normal Dre's Geek Philosophy crew is here. We're on the air. We're a multi-platform program. We are on Facebook Live for those who want to watch it live. We are on Twitch.tv for those who want to see everything that's going on. You can see our entire bodies. You can see my big belly. And we are also <laughs> recording this for audio when someday, Dre, your, your humble host, your humble old man let's host. Let's set it up this week. Well, let's try to set it up this week if I don't get too busy or too old so we can actually throw up. I mean, I've kind of decided on what the, I, I feel like I've, I've landed on what the logo of the podcast should be. It's me rubbing my head. <laughs> because several times the, the, the frozen picture that, that shows you on, on, on Facebook Live, shows me on Facebook Live, is, it's just been that. It's yeah. been the, 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 the uh, bewildered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I just rewatched myself just do it on on my laptop. <laughs> pants. I love pants. I love wearing pants. Unlike most people, I like to wear shorts. And I, if you're watch if you do watch this on Twitch, uh you get to see uh, it's just just Dre GP podcast. It's not Dre's GP. I, I don't know what's happening. We're we're, fight, we're fighting the little guys on the screen over here on twitch.tv so you can see how ridiculous we are. So today on the show, on the show. On the show no. um, <laughs> our main topic today, well this past weekend, I I I was able, I was fortunate enough to able be able to attend WonderCon. WonderCon. That is a convention that's run by the same people who run the San Diego or the Wales Vagina Wales Comic Con. Vagina. I, I love that joke. I have like Ron Burgundy is the best. Uh, I was able to attend WonderCon mm-hmm. thanks thanks to the kindness of my friends at Street Pass, Orange County, uh, Kiet Fam, Ryan Van Lu, and uh, and Adam Share. They they were kind enough to have me uh, have me join them on their panel. Yeah. The panel was very interesting. We had a. It's amazing when you get a bunch of uh, nerds or gaming nerds <laughs> who are, I dare say sometimes are more awkward or differently awkward than comic book nerds. Oh, yeah. Okay. I feel like they're differently awkward. Well, you, Pete Molini, as the owner and proprietor mm-hmm. of Nostalgic Books and Comics in San Gabriel, California, uh, I'm sure you've run into the whole gamut of awkward nerdness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it, it just comes with the, the territory. <laughs> it comes with the territory. It's, it's something you kind of just have to accept. And I'm going to remove myself. Uh, from watching myself on tape delay over here. Wow, good God, it's there again. <laughs> I'm going to just stop looking over there yeah. and looking over there looking and looking over. There's just, yeah, the, the multi platform experience of Dre's Geek Philosophy. It, 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 it can be a little bit jarring <laughs> as, as Pete is shooing away. See, I mean, now I feel like I shouldn't have unleashed it's some cool. of those. You can react to they, they react to They react to motion. So we're, we're going to be talking about yeah. convention. Well, well, I'm going to talk about my experience at WonderCon, but I, I'm going to be leaning on you, my friend, okay. Mr. Pete Malini, because we're going to talk about con culture as well, Done. the culture of cons. And um, I'm going to talk about how, like, well, again, I may, I may have mentioned this on a previous episode, but I, I've broken up with conventions yeah. in, the, in the traditional sense. I attended this last one this past weekend mm-hmm. because I, I was a part of the panel. I, I was classified as a professional, which uh, if you follow me on Instagram, <laughs> you see I laughed quite a lot when I saw that my badge had my name and it said professional and I laughed. For five minutes, say like, professional me, <laughs> woo, yeah, me professional. But some, so well, I'm gonna put some other topics on the table because yeah. I, 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 in my continuing quest to be more professional, I had the format for the show ready this you morning. Did. That was, and I sent it as a file. I did to excessively long executive producer Sam Zia and judgmental nerd Pete Malini so that they could be prepared and not just wondering what's going on ten minutes before the show. <laughs> hey, Dre, what we're talking about? We're talking about things. Things are happening. We're going to talk about all the things. No, I mean usually I find out when you post about. <laughs> well, yeah, you find out when I when I when I make the the, the, the call to action. Yeah. Hey, tonight on the show we're talking about X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Hey, Pete and Sam, here's what we're doing. <laughs> FYI, no, but this time uh, I, as a, a more professional showrunner. I actually put it all together, and I realize I don't have access to it because it's on my phone. And hey, we're recording the show. <laughs> on my phone but i do have it up here in my noggin so the first topic i wanted to touch on is for those of you who didn't see uh, uh we i watched wrestlemania last oh, night yeah. with uh with all my buddies we, we had a wrestlemania party at uh, at the dre cafe as i like to call yeah, my house cafe. because I, I love to cook i love to prepare for it uh, look at this <laughs> teamwork pete has the agenda that i sent him you see yeah. look at that it all came together no. past dre did something right <laughs> 
The Drays have continuum worked for once. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god, the Drake got to the time continuum. <laughs> but yeah, um we uh, me and a whole bunch of people came uh, went, came to my house. We watched WrestleMania. WrestleMania. I, I I did uh, if you go to our if you go to our Facebook page, you can see uh uh, I did a video for the final hour. Well, I thought it was going to be the final hour, but it went much longer than that because of WrestleMania. Now, now because they have their own network, they're not limited to the time constraints of the past where they could, oh, they can only go for three hours or four hours when they extended it. No, they can go as long as they damn well please. And uh, from the beginning, the, the actual the, the show started technically at two with the pre-show because they think they're the Super Bowl now. <laughs> so they went from two to like 945 last Jesus. night. It was a lot. And uh, I, I told everyone who's coming over, I'm like, come over at four. I'm not watching the pre-show. I need time to clean the living room i need time to get stuff ready go pick yeah. up the pizzas <laughs> make the guacamole <laughs> that's a lot of wrestling man it, it, it is a lot my back is hurting from yeah. like like this like it was like I, at some point i just sat down finally got to sit down because usually some of the other pay-per-views i'm usually cooking i'm, I'm moving around but this time i actually got everything prepared oh, my friends are kind of uh, they, we had various forms of fried chicken <laughs> brought over oh, there's more pizza brought by my by other people we had all kinds of stuff we had we had we had a whole spread going on and I got to sit down, but oh, good God, by by the fifth hour, my back was like, what are we doing? <laughs> Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? But it was great. It was great. We had a great time watching the show. Just yeah. well, uh, Honestly, it's a lot better with a bunch of friends because you can just amuse each other as we make ridiculous comments. And my good buddy, uh, Juan Carlos Marquez, because uh, we always do the kind of the at midnight where we give each other points when someone says something ridiculous or something clever. And so my friend, uh, Juan Carlos, he brought a... Uh, a giant, I guess, uh, you know, poster board and some markers, and we kept track of points this year. Nice. <laughs> so if you watch the video, that is on facebook.com forward slash Dre GP podcast. You can see the tail end of us watching uh, Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. Us watching the the the, the ladies um uh lady uh, the the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Which during that match, I discovered if I tried to put the camera towards my TV, Facebook would know that we're watching something on pay per view, and it was not something we were supposed, we were supposed to broadcast. It immediately stopped me. Wow! So there might be a gap in the middle of that video I posted last night because immediately said you are trying to broadcast something that da 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 derp, 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 something like something you do not have the right to broadcast to. I'm like, oh, sorry. Wow. Yeah, no, because some people will go like if uh, you want to watch like UFC or no, if you want to watch WrestleMania or send it to your friends. And they if tried, you put it on Facebook Live, they're gonna know you're gonna, doing. They're it. gonna intercept, and, dude. Yeah. It was literally no more than like three seconds. Like I flipped it to show the entrances of, of the women because there were some cool entrances going on, and I, I flipped the camera. I pressed the button on on my phone to flip that thing, and all of a sudden it was like, nope, you cannot, you you you, you cannot do that. And it was like, what the hell? I was like. And I flipped it back, and I'm like, well, everyone, I'm afraid I cannot show you anything, WrestleMania, but you can see my face watching WrestleMania. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, so the, the technology yeah. is so advanced now, man. I, I, again, I feel old. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it knew. <laughs> How does it, it know? Knew. How does it know? How did it know it was WrestleMania? I don't understand. But it, it, overall, you know, we, it was kind of a fun show. I mean, like I guess we, we, it's... Um, a discussion I was having with uh, with uh, my other friend the other day is that, yeah, WrestleMania is not for the. I, I, I consider myself a hardcore wrestling fan. I care a little too much. I, I look mm-hmm. up everything on the internet. I, like, be, I, when you showed it to my house so we could hurble over, I was watching the first hour of tonight's Raw because tonight is like the most exciting episode of Raw oh. because you have all the fans from around the world in town. And usually if they buy tickets for WrestleMania, they can buy tickets for the Monday Night Raw after. And they're the most loud, vocal, insane crowd. <laughs> like they called Roman Reigns an asshole for five minutes. <laughs> like you could audibly hear it on the broadcast. Like, fuck you, Reigns. Fuck you, Reigns. Wow. You're an asshole. You're an And then what's great is he stood out there for 10 minutes and just took it. Like, oh, yeah. They went through, like, he, I, get, I think he was trying to wear them out, but he, I, I think he drastically underestimated the power of drunk wrestling fans. Because they went for like 10 minutes. Like, it was a solid 10 minutes of them going through different chants, like, delete, delete, delete. It just all kinds of crazy stuff. I, like, I sat there like, this is happening. And and, he, and Roman Reigns just stands there, waits, waits, and he starts acting like, I got you in the palm of my hand. He like, points to the palm of his hand and he goes, this is my yard now and drops the mic. And then that was the first 10 minutes of the show tonight. Just the crowd going full soccer crowd on him. It was, it's the craziest show. I can't wait to get home afterwards and, and watch the rest of it and see what else happens in wrestling. But yeah, last night, fun show. Undertaker is retired. Spoiler alert. <laughs> For anyone who, yeah, the Undertaker was retired by Roman Reigns last That's night. That's what I heard. Yes, yes, at the very he he was beaten, and it was sad. I I want to say like 
me, me and all my friends who were watching it, we did not enjoy that match. It, it was the final match of the night. They brought out good old J, good old JR was brought out no to call kidding. Undertaker's last match. Un, uh, JR, who was, you know, fired. Well, he was retired, i.e. He, he was fired. He was fired a few years ago for allowing Ric Flair to step on a stage drunk and, and, and say whatever he wanted. And 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 I guess they'd been working it out because I guess I don't, WWE probably knew this was Undertaker's last match. Hey, JR, we'd like you to come in and, you know, call Undertaker's final match. And he came in and he, he did all the greatest hits. By God, Supone! He, he hit all he hit all the JR-isms. I would say that also it wasn't just uh, you know a tribute to him and all that he's done in all the matches that he's called of the Undertakers. It also probably had a lot to do with him losing his wife recently. No, he said that they had been talking about it for weeks. Really? No. Oh wow. So if that's the case, then no, this I'm, was this was already in the works I'm for sure weeks. This, I'm sure this had to be therapeutic for him. I, it, it literally was. I'm sure it did. I, that's something that I'm definitely. I, I didn't get to catch the show, so mm-hmm. I, well, I'm going to go on to the <laughs> WWE Network. Uh, thank you, Andre. You're welcome. Uh, for and gonna go and take a look at that specifically because I love Jr. Yeah, Jr. Like, he was good during the match, but then the the, the, the final part, like so, Roman Reigns beats. Like I think I was explaining to my friend at my other job this morning because he he's a big Undertaker fan. And I explain, oh, dude, uh, he lost. He's retired. Like, oh, I can't watch it. I'm like, yeah, it, it's a, it was a sad watch because like normally Undertaker, you know, he does that thing where he sits up. He does a sit up, like oh, yeah. He did it, and he just and then like halfway up, he like he fell over. Oh, and it's like whoa, Father Time, man. Yeah. Father Time, Father Time came and got Kobe last year. Father Time came and got Undertaker this year, man. Seriously, it's cold blooded, man. It's a, and and it's an end of an era. It is sure. literally, and, and so like after the match, after Roman wins, and then do the big pyro, and then the crowd is like, it's great. It because WWE has been trying to actively fight against the fact that people don't like Roman, or like smart, the smart fans don't like Roman. The casual fans love him. Mm. It, it, it's just, it's the weird dichotomy that also John Cena has, and. They 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 they're trying to kill the mics because you know everyone's booing the daylights out of, of Roman. They do the, the the giant pyro and then all the lights go out. Lights come back on. Undertaker's just standing in the ring. He already has his coat and his hat back on, and he slowly takes off his gloves, sets in the middle of the ring, yeah. takes off his coat, folds it up, puts it in the middle of the ring, takes off the hat, sets it down, and without saying a word, he goes goes over. His wife is sitting in the front row, right behind Jr. Goes over to his wife, kisses her, goes back to the ramp, bunch of smoke goes into the ramp. Wow. <laughs> End, of, end cool. of an era. That, that 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 was like the payoff. I mean, we sat through the, the probably the one of the worst Undertaker matches in history, and <laughs> well, but the payoff was you know what, getting getting to see him do that. That was like the send off. And one one of my guests, Lamar, a, a former guest of the, of the podcast, <laughs> he was like, "Wait, they should have did a bigger send off." Like, oh man, this is old school. This is this is before yeah. you were born, Mister Lamar Harris. <laughs> when, when, when 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 an old wrestler goes, you go out like a cowboy. Yeah, you go out like John Wayne. Well, the original wrestlers, whenever they whenever they were retired, their last match they would leave their boots in the ring. Leave their boots in the ring, and, and you uh, lose. And you lose. Yeah. You lose your last match. Yeah, if you lose your last match, you mm. leave your boots. And he could have left his boots, but he didn't. No, he well, no, he, he left his hat. He, he left, left his gloves. Hat, he's done. He, he's, he's beyond done, done. But I'm sure he's going to be making appearances just to mess with people at some point. Nah, nah, dude. This is, he's he's old school, Rick, dude. He's, he's not done. Pull a Ric Flair. No, 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 no. This is no this, twenty oh. comebacks. No, nah, dude. He ain't Terry <laughs> Funk. He ain't Ric yeah. Flair. He ain't gonna do this. Yeah, I mean, it was funny when you mentioned that, you know, because Shawn Michaels, they asked him to come out of retirement to wrestle AJ Styles, and he declined because he wanted to stay retired. He didn't want to be that guy yeah. who, he didn't want to be like Terry Funk. Yeah. You go out on your back, man. I heard that Shane O'Mac match with him was It was really good, because normally, you know, Shane McMahon likes to, you know, throw himself around and... Uh, that guy's nuts. But they had an actual wrestling match. Well, that, he... That, they he had an actual... He's not bad. Yeah, uh, for for a person who wrestles once or twice a year, he's pretty darn. Uh, he was pretty darn okay. Yeah. He pulled out a shooting star press for for those you know. He 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 jumped up in the air and did a backwards flip and landed on his face. Lots of people don't try this because if you land wrong, you break your neck. <laughs> Just or, ask or, uh, what's his face. Oh, Brock Lesnar, who, who who did it at a WrestleMania he and almost, landed on his neck. And thankfully, paralyzed. because he's he uh, he didn't skip neck day at the gym, <laughs> he's still alive. <laughs> You know, people always talk about skipping leg day. That guy never skips neck day. Yeah, <laughs> we could have saw a real funeral at that one if it no, wasn't no such kidding. a thick necked mother. My gosh! <laughs> but uh, enough about wrestling. I, I want to talk about something else that was announced last week. Um, I want to talk about um, a video game that's near and dear to my heart. Um, uh, Destiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been playing that game a lot. Originally, we, we were going to do like a Destiny based show. But I said, like, you know what? 
I don't feel like I have enough content. We don't have enough content that that would be compelling it's a, enough. It's a fun thing, but it's, it's a fun game. That a lot of people are, you know, uh, a, a lot of my familiar a, with a it. lot of my friends are familiar. But it's a it's a big game. It's 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 actually one of the biggest games out there. There's a humongous population of people who play it. It's oh, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like the it's. It's the console equivalent of like a world, uh, almost a World of Warcraft. I don't want to insult the the gamers who would say. But there, it was pretty polarizing. <laughs> it, it's a polarizing concept. You either love the game or you hate the game. Well, people love the idea. They love the concept. But the early execution of it, people didn't like. And a lot of people jumped ship off of it. Yeah, they, exactly. They swore it off within the first week. And they did themselves a disservice because it was. It was it's building, a solid game. Yeah, it, it, it was, they were building something early. And now that you're starting to see what they were trying to get to. It's really good. It's a good game, but uh, the, the caveat I would always tell people about this game, like when I was working at the, at the GameStop or when people just asking me about Destiny, it's not a game you can really enjoy by yourself. You have to have a good group of assholes with you. <laughs> that That is literally the key to playing Destiny. You have to have a good group of three to six assholes, and you're going to have a great time playing the game, just griefing each other. having, And then when you actually conquer something, like the, they have these, these, these crazy things called raids and these giant bosses with crazy raid mechanics, when you conquer that with your buddies, like after you've been fighting and yeah. yelling at each other, and you're like, oh, you're not doing your job. Fuck you. <laughs> and, then like, and then when you finally overcome a boss, it's just like that, that the, the wave of accomplishment and relief you feel. It's like, it's amazing. And that's, that's one of the reasons I still I've been playing it nonstop for two and a half years. I mean, I haven't played the last couple days because my PS4 has been like disc spitting, like it's, it's a like it's a baby. Same thing to me. I got, every day I had, I had to put in the service request. Oh really? I, I I'm close to putting in a service request myself for, for my PS. Hundred and seven dollars. Yeah. I might as well just buy a new PS4. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh man. But but then oh but here's the cool thing. But I, the, the one of the main reasons I wanted to mention this mm-hmm. is they put out some cool trailers. Yeah. But yeah. even you, Mr. Pete Molini, he's not much of a gaming guy. No, but those are some cool trailers. They put out some cool trailers because one of the one of the voice actors that they use for this game is nerd icon Nathan Fillion. Yeah. AKA Captain of, of, of Firefly. Yeah. AKA Castle. He's hilarious. <laughs> he and in the in the game, he plays this this hunter character and he's sarcastic as fuck there's a trailer where it's just him sitting at a bar talking yeah. about taking out stuff <laughs> and in the middle like and the, at the end of the bar all of a sudden boom the bar blows up like well guess I better get back to work <laughs> and then another character's yelling out you stopped for a drink it was just one drink and and I've always felt that this character was like the real MVP of, of the yeah. game because anytime you interact with this character it's just pure comedy and then they had another trailer which I, I actually posted on the uh, on the Dre's Geek Philosophy Facebook page if you want to check it out there's a great trailer was like he's like dueling like you know they're trying to rile the troops and like there's the super serious character and then there's Nathan Fillion's character <laughs> and it is priceless <laughs> it's so great I don't even I don't even want to do it justice I, I mean you have to watch it it's, it's just it's like when, he, when he's all like they, they took our stuff. They blew stuff. up Yo. your stuff. They blew up my stuff. <laughs> Most importantly, they blew up my stuff. And it's just, oh, it's comedy. It, 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 it's 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 a really enjoyable. I, I recommend checking out the trailers. It's yeah. a crazy game. They're going to show more of the gameplay. Uh, that's something that I'm probably going to be streaming at some point when when Destiny Two. It's going to come out in September. I'll, I'll probably be infrequently talking about it, and I may have a show. I don't know. We'll see down the line. But the last thing I want to talk about before we get to our main topic. Because you know, last year, I mean, last bleh, last year, last week, we murdered that Justice League trailer. Yeah, down. we did pretty bad. We stepped on the throat <laughs> of that Justice League trailer, and literally the next day, yeah. that Spider-Man Homecoming trailer yeah. came out, and I, I believe my first comment was, I, 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 it was a paraphrase of a line from Bad Boys. <laughs> this is how you movie trailer from now on this is how you movie trailer that was a fun movie trailer it kind of gave away a lot yeah it gave away a lot more plot than i was comfortable with (laughs) but good god that was a great movie trailer (laughs) holy shit that was the opposite what were your thoughts and feelings of the spider-man yeah man like i mean even that first little teaser when we see these the little drone on his on his chest, yeah, like that is so cool. I mean, I read a lot of people complaining that like spiders don't fly. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's cool. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Uh, we're we're watching a movie where there's a guy in a metal suit flying yeah. around. There's a green giant monster, and you're gonna quit. I mean, you're gonna quibble about a fucking flying spider. Yeah. Um, God, get over yourself. But I think this is. I mean, I don't know, man. It's just it's crazy. Like. In the last what seventeen years, like fifteen years or so, like we've had three Spider Man. Yeah, three different Spider Man. Right. This is and the sixth Spider Man movie. Yeah. 
in in 17 years yeah and it's just like i don't know i think i think this, it feels like this is spider-man this is the actual like we're this they, they finally have gotten to the point where they've created a spider-man which is exactly like the one in the comic books which yeah. which is something i felt like they've kind of struggled with because well, the whole thing with spider-man was he was always the character he was always the hero with problems yeah he was exactly. always like the, the hero who like his powers could not solve all his problems yeah he was broke yeah he was broke all the time and <laughs> His aunt was sick, or like you know, and um, he was riddled with guilt, and it makes perfect sense that he's in high school because that's how high school kids are. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, you know? he, he was. Uh, the Spider Man has always been that relatable character, like that yeah. kind of the the everyman. Like, oh, it's like your average person gets superpowers, you still have super problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I think I think that's because the other movies they never did that. Like, like he was always in high school for like you know. The first 15 minutes of the movie, yeah. 20 minutes of the movie. And then, oh, hey, look, I'm working at the Daily Bugle. Yeah. <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be the best J. Jonah Jameson ever. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who they could do. No, they, oh, my God. I feel bad for whomever plays uh, J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man Homecoming yeah. movie. I feel bad for him. That's just like, no, you have to follow that. <laughs> Yeah, there there wasn't a J Jonah Jameson in the Andrew Garfield ones, no. huh? Because he never they, worked for the Bugle. I think did. he was just going to college. I think in the second one there was like a little reference to it, but they never showed him. They never because like, Sony they 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 were not successful enough with that <laughs> franchise to get to the point where they needed a Jonah. Yeah, I know, right? Well, that's well, I kind of feel too that like you could see in this in this one too. Like so, in the Andrew Garfield ones, they tried to distance themselves from from the Sam Raimi ones. Yeah. So that's why we had Gwen Stacy instead of Mary Jane. And mm-hmm. So I think maybe that. And then we to- had the physical web shooters as opposed yeah. to organic web shooters. And then they waited to the end to do Green Goblin and they did all that, you know, but I kind of feel like maybe that's why we didn't get J.J. Jameson in those movies because they were just like, oh, he was a big part of those. Yeah, it, it, it was an iconic role. Yeah. He, he was hilarious. He, now, now he's Commissioner Gordon. Or now, yeah, he's going to be Commissioner <laughs> Gordon. I am. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm slightly thrown off by that. Yeah. Like, he's a great actor. Don't get me wrong. I freaking J.K. Simmons is awesome. But that, that but that trailer yeah. overall, I mean, like, if you haven't seen the trailer, I recommend uh, you know after you finish watching the show, go to YouTube.com <laughs> and you know watch that Spider-Man Homecoming trailer. They're, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of little cool unless things. you don't want stuff spoiled for you, then I, I would hold off. Then I mean, you know what? The first there wasn't like huge spoilers, yeah. but. But it's I mean, just a, a lot of a lot of things happen. Yeah, but I think it's like the, it's really cool because you get to see that emotion uh, between him and Iron Man. Yes, and how he like it's really cool because like you know he's he's the next generation. And he tells yeah. them like you know you have to be better than me. You, know? you have to be better that that and line like, right there. Holy crap! It's like the I guess that that that's all the power responsibility Uncle Ben wanted to put on his and yeah. then just laid more yeah. upon his poor his poor narrow little teenage shoulders <laughs> because you have to imagine like. This is a young guy, mm-hmm. and so you gotta imagine that like, he probably saw Iron Man, you know, as, he's Sa- a, little, you as know, a kid. He probably watched Iron Man save New York because yeah. he lives in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, he probably or Queens. I'm sorry, he lives in Queens. Yeah. Iron uh, Cap is from Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> my, my mistake, nerd. Sorry, <laughs> but I mean, he probably saw like all these things he, the Iron Man did, and he like looked up to him. Obviously, like, I feel like that's gonna be a plot point. I mean, yeah. You're a, you're a natural writer. You're a writer, my yeah. friend. You you probably you you're already like piecing this together I mean, logically. This is how it makes sense. He idolizes. I'm sure he idolizes the Avengers. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they showed they showed him like geeking out during the Civil War. He was yeah. nerding out. <laughs> Whoa, Cap Shield! Oh my God, you have metal wings. Yeah. <laughs> you have a oh no no no. You have a metal arm. Yeah. That was like my favorite line. <laughs> like he's losing his shit over yeah. Winter Soldier's arm. I'm like that's why I know. Like oh, this this is perfect. Yeah. This is this is the Spider Man that that I have wanted personally. <laughs> And I actually really like that uh, that like DIY costume he puts together. Like, yeah, that looks really cool. Like, it looks cooler than I thought it was gonna look. Like it, it looks like something you could build. Yeah, yeah. It, it's something that it, if it your typical te- if a teenager became Spider Man, that's what he'd put together. Yeah, and go to Walmart or Target, yeah. slap all that together. <laughs> Pretty much. Head on over to Home Depot, get get some get a whole lot of duct tape, duct tape or whatever, there you go. <laughs> and slap that together. So yeah. It, it just it looked really good. It, yeah. it made me it made me pretty happy. And, you know, it's one little thing that really I, I I took away from it that I really liked a lot was this is one shot of Michael Keaton, and he's wearing this flight jacket, and it's got the the fur, and it, it looks like the the vulture. It looks costume. like the con- <laughs> it looks like the comic book vulture. Yeah. So and then that's you know it's like, it's a, it's a little thing. Oh yeah. It's like, always the little things. I always tell people that my favorite part of, of the Andrew Gar the first Andrew Garfield uh, Spider Man movie mm-hmm. is I think towards the end. Doc Connors transforms 
and for a second you have the lizard with the lab coat on and like that like i was like that's awesome i'm that, that, that's straight up from the comic book yeah that's uh, it's amazing but so uh enough of me waxing poetically about spider-man i recommend watching the uh, obviously uh, highest raw possible recommendation from 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 the staff here at trades geek philosophy yeah. for spider-man homecoming when that comes I out mean, in I'm, july yeah i mean i think other than Guardians, that's the biggest movie I'm looking forward to. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, I, I, I keep mentioning it every week, man. I'm low-key, man, I think Thor Ragnarok is going to be amazing. Yeah, no, I'm Low, looking forward to that, too. I, I, hopefully, we get a Thor trailer well, with, you, with uh, Guardians. Did you see the thing, uh, James Gunn, I think on Twitter? He what said that he saw the Thor trailer already, mm-hmm. and he said it's the best trailer Marvel's ever put out. <laughs> so I mean I guess it won't be low key yeah <laughs> it's not gonna be the low key sneaker hit sleeper hit of the year uh, at least uh, after uh, what what May 5th or May yeah. 7th or whatever the, whatever the, it, right? they're, they're, they gotta they gotta slap that trailer in front of yeah. fucking Guardians if they don't then I don't know what's happening over there Marvel <laughs> but all right, let's get to the main topic. Um, uh, unfortunately, uh, there, there is no this week in Uber. I did not drive for Uber last week. I, uh, my, my other my other side gigs have kept me so busy and uh, and and able to pay my bless it. We're, we are blessing the excessively long executive producer who who had a, some excessively short sneezes right now. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate your blessings. Oh, I will, will bless it. Will bless it. Ah, using the cough button. Well played. It's there, right? It's, it's there. there. We got a cough button. I, I, I'm listening to the cannons. I'd always hear about the the mystical cough button, and now I'm like, hey, look, there's a cough button. On this side, I have a euro button. <laughs> euro. <laughs> I need a euro. Euro. <laughs> but so so there is no this week in Uber. But uh, something that I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing infrequently. I don't know if you guys noticed this on the format that I sent you, but I didn't really elaborate on it. I've gotten fat. <laughs> I mean, like, no, like, I'm overweight for me. Like, I stepped on the scale this morning, and I am 260 pounds. That wow. is 30 pounds more than I. Uh, this is the this is the biggest I've ever been. I'm sure there's other people. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, you're really overweight. But no, for me, like for my own health, I'm like I'm pretty certain if 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 I continue down this road, I'm 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 gonna get bigger if I don't if I don't stop myself. I feel your I feel your pain on this because I stepped on the scale a couple days ago, and I am the heaviest I've ever been. I'm at one, and I'm pushing 190 right now. When I, I, yeah, I'm like my, my gut, like this shirt right now that I'm wearing is barely holding together. <laughs> I have, uh, I'm sucking in so hard, like the like the Simpsons episode <laughs> where they went to the Super Bowl. They're all sucked in for the whole bus ride. That's me right now. Holy, and so, and I'm sure you're wondering, Dre, why the hell are you mentioning this? <laughs> and I figure I have this platform. I'm going to use this platform to hold myself accountable. Oh, there you go. Ah, so like, you periodically, go. every couple weeks, I will give us an update. Andre trying to get back down to two thirty, and like ideally, I should be lighter than that. But two thirty, I'm nice and comfortable. <laughs> That's good. But I, but I was two thirty. Like when when I, when I was fired from GameStop in November, I was two thirty. Well, so yeah. in the last four months, I've put on thirty pounds by being a pig. Honestly, <laughs> I, I've been double the doubling it up pretty hard. <laughs> Me too, and it doesn't help that Chronic Taco just opened. Downstairs. Oh, Chronic Taco just opened by your house. Yeah. Oh, downstairs by your house. Yeah. <laughs> I want the chronic taco. I see that thing. I've, I've been giving in, and I've been like, yeah. like weird. Like last year, I've been kind of accepting. Okay, I'm just gonna be fat. No, no, I'm not. But I'm like, all right, I'm 260. Pretty soon, my knees are gonna start hurting even more than yeah. they normally do. Uh, I got, I got, I got, I got big man problems. Bad ankles, bad knees. So I, I'll be using this platform. I, I see the audience. I will be holding myself accountable. That hopefully in a couple weeks, I will hopefully be a couple pounds lighter. I'll be closer to 250 than closer to 270. So it'll be it'll be Dre Dre's weight of the week. So we're just making new segments every week. I mean, like, <laughs> sorry, I'm flicking the little robots on the screen. Uh, ex- executive excessively long executive producer Sam Zia is flicking some robots. So now now onto the main topic. I want to talk. I went to WonderCon this past weekend. Yeah, I performed at the at the Street Pass OCs um, panel, but I was I, I had the fortune to be able to walk around the show floor for a little bit, and I was reminded. <laughs> Why I don't like going to conventions anymore? But did you go on a Friday? Like, was it crowded? No, it, no it, you know, it, it, you know, it's not even the crowds. Okay. I mean, obviously, the parking was a pain in the ass. I had to park over at freaking Honda Center and and take and thankfully the the parking there was free. At least they were kind enough instead of charging me fifteen bucks. It was free parking at Honda Center. I had to take a bus all the way over from Honda Center to 
to uh, the, the Einheim Convention Center. But that's not even the biggest problem I had. No, I, I, I honestly didn't even have a problem with that. Like, yeah. logically, they were out of parking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't really complain about that. I gave up my Disneyland annual pass so I couldn't park at Disneyland. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what I that's what I did for the last few years for WonderCon. Like, oh, the parking was never a problem for me at WonderCon. I would just park at Disneyland. <laughs> and I'd just walk over <laughs> to the convention center. But uh, the problem I had, bomb, thank you. <laughs> the problem, I, I, I remember, because... I forgot. I don't know if I I did this on the show live or if I did this on the practice. Like I broke up with with conventions. Yeah. I, I, I I broke up in, in 2012. I broke up with with San Diego Comic Con. I was I was done because mm-hmm. financially it just it just doesn't, like at this point in my life it just doesn't make sense. And on Friday, uh, as I was running around, I was trying to track down that that artist for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, like as you asked, I was looking at all the booths. And I'm like, man. Look at all this shit I don't need. <laughs> I mean, there are a few things that I thought were cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause you see some of the booths and like, yeah, I mean the area I do like is artist alley and yeah. looking at all the art that people have, but yeah, like walking the other sections of the, like where you had your loot crates. There's just so many crates yeah, now. That's... Oh my God. That's the new MacGuffin. Oh yeah. There's a crate for everything. <laughs> like if you're enthusiastic about something, they have a crate for you. There's a you give us twenty dollars a month and we'll send you ten cents worth of things. I saw a thing where I forgot what it's called, but they send you socks. Like yeah, like just socks, just socks. But they're like designer socks or something. I don't know. Oh, but like, uh, but that, but they're not nerdy, are they? Yeah, I mean, you they are they nerd socks? Kind of. I mean, like it gives you like you have to fill this like uh, questionnaire. Okay. And they'll ask you like, like, do you like this? Do you like that? Do you like it? But it's all just like basic uh, genres. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you get like socks. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, no, because on, on on other podcasts I listen to, I hear about you know, oh, you know these you know five four club where like yeah. you, know, you give them your design, you give them your measurements, and they send you nice clothing. And and actually, I think those are pretty good because yeah, yeah. you're paying them like sixty eighty bucks, and they'll send you like a hundred bucks worth of clothing, and like oh, and it's it's sensible stuff. And like, let's say you have no fashion sense. <laughs> for those of you who can't hear this uh, or who are not watching, I raise my hand. I, I really don't have much fashion sense. I, I'm, I'm yeah. a t-shirt and jeans kind of guy or, 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 a, or a, a knit shirt and jeans kind of guy. <laughs> I, I have no fashion, even though I come from a family that works in the fashion industry. Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> I'm glad my parents didn't come to the video game industry or I'd hate them. Oh, <laughs> oh the games and not my parents. Oh. I like my mom. My mom's cool. Yeah. <laughs> but... Nerd, I feel like they're taking advantage of nerds because like, oh, there's a man. Marvel's Collector's Club, DC Collector's Club. Yeah. You know, Loot Crate was like the first one of all of them, but now there's like so many, like there's so many booths for just that. Yeah. And then I saw another booth. Uh, it's a game I've been meaning for us to play on 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 the on the show here it's called Super Fight. Mm-hmm. They have a monthly subscription service yeah. where you can get new cards for their game every month for 15 bucks a month, and I was just like, this is insane. Well, it's it's a new thing, man. It's the I, new thing, and I I ah. Oh, I just because I live on such a limited budget now, yeah. it drives me nuts to like walk around and see this stuff. And I walked, uh, I walked the, the the further end of the because that was the middle of the show floor. Mm-hmm. All this, you know, sign up, pay us monthly, we'll send you things. That was the middle of the show floor. Yeah. And then the on the, the far, um, the, I guess that would be the north side of the convention center. It was all the, your typical vendors, people that you are familiar with, yeah. <laughs> people selling you shit, people selling you the thing that you you couldn't get at another convention, yeah. or the rare toy that they they they, they paid off someone at a Toys R Us or a, or a Walmart <laughs> to get, and asking you for like eight, uh, eighty bucks for a Soundwave toy. Fuck you. <laughs> And then it, it, that's and that's where like my my con soreness really comes out. That's like yeah. the, my my con bitterness really comes out when I see all this stuff. And like, there's stuff that I think is cool, but it's just like it's either marked up or like, there's other stuff that I see. I'm like, who needs who needs all these swords? Yeah, <laughs> there's always that sword booth. But you've never at uh, a moment in your life thought like I want a sword. <laughs> no, when, when, when I was with my gaming girlfriend, mm-hmm. um, we were totally gonna buy keyblades nice. from. Uh, yeah. uh, well, we were gonna name our first daughter after a character from Kingdom Hearts. I mean, real talk. <laughs> my first daughter's name like was gonna be Kyrie yeah. after the character from Kingdom Hearts. So of course, hell yeah, we we're gonna buy a keyblade. We we're gonna put that above her crib. <laughs> Like yeah, yeah. I, and, but I was in my twenties. I threw money away like there, there's no tomorrow. That's who they're. That's who they're marketing. That's towards. who they're marketing towards. Oh yeah, it, but it drives Collectors. me. Yeah, oh, it, it's insane to me, and, that, and that's the thing. Where like I feel like I'm in a different place. Like I'm not begrudging people who who throw yeah. their their money or lives away <laughs> on this stuff. I don't begrudge. Hey, you do you. Some my mom has weirdly accepted the fact that I've. Sp- 
I have 10,000 comic books. <laughs> she like uh, I visited her a few months ago and she's like, "You know, I'm never going to throw them away." I was like, "You were planning on throwing them away." <laughs> wow. And then she goes, "I understand." She's like, well, "What do you mean? I, I understand that they're they're not just books to you, they're memories." I was like, "Who are you and what have you done with my mom?" Seriously, like attack of the body snatchers. Right? <laughs> like this woman who like for years like the the first seven years I worked at the comic shop, I was not allowed to come home with comics. Yeah. If I even tried to smuggle one in, it was like, what are you doing? You can't bring those here. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? I smuggled in all the basketball cards, though, because those were easy to hide in the backpack oh, yeah. <laughs> or in my pockets. I can just put them all in my pockets. Speaking of basketball, oh, Sam Z has to go take care of something important. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's stuff at cons that. You would only buy at a con. Yeah, that's the thing. You I mean, own- but it's also stuff that like you see is cool. Like I remember every year I always see this guy and he has those Wolverine claws <laughs> that you just like you have that like a brass knuckle. You hold, and I always play with them and I'm always like I'm never gonna buy. Them. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, you know, like, that, there's so little. Pra- yeah, that's like the, the practicality because yeah. get, we're getting because I'm becoming an old nerd. I'm I'm valuing function over form yeah. now. <laughs> like honestly, I was walking around looking for a new nerd messenger bag. <laughs> Because my current bag, for, for those of you watching, I have it next to me right here. I have this a nice, I got this with uh, the Infamous 2 uh, Collector's Edition, which a friend of mine who worked at Sony hooked me up with. Nice. He, he got me this bag, and it's amazing. It's awesome. But the poor thing is falling apart because I've been carrying all kinds of stuff in here. I got, it, this, thing, this thing has been blessed because it is now holy. <laughs> okay. And it's just, it's, it's poor thing. I've had it for a long time. And so I was like, all right. I had bought a different, I had bought a different nerd messenger bag at uh, D23, the yeah. Disney Expo a few years back, but I don't know what I did with it. I think oh. it's full of art supplies somewhere in my garage. I should go dig that thing up, but I was looking for something more sensible. Yeah. And here I am walking around a convention floor trying to find something practical <laughs> at the most impractical <laughs> place on earth at that point in time. I don't know what possessed me. I went to that We Love Fine booth because oh, that's yeah. where I had bought the messenger bag. I'm like, okay, they should have bags. They have bags for the ladies yeah. but all they had were purses oh. and I was like damn it I, I was a weirdo I'm like hey why don't you have anything for guys here <laughs> I thought it in my head I'm like wow that was really in I'm like this is a weird twist of fate <laughs> we're like normally it's like there isn't enough stuff for women at yeah. cons or I'm like hey what's up with the messenger bag for dudes I need some like X-Men bag or something what the hell and that's when you get decked by a Captain Marvel. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, yeah. If I if I had said that out loud, I would have gotten my ass whipped. My, my, justifiably so, I would have gotten beat down by a lot of female nerds. I, I would have earned that. I, that. That would that would it would have been just a justifiable homicide. <laughs> Oh, so they would have killed you. They would have killed me. No, no court in this country would have convicted them. It would, just, it would be just basic man. It would be manslaughter. He said what? He said what? <laughs> he went to the booth full of women stuff and asked where the dude stuff was. What an asshole! So it sounds like you become pretty jaded to the whole con to the the, atmosphere. the whole the con, the con atmosphere because well, you know the lines and the yeah. insanity. And I'm sure you can speak to this a little bit. I I. I I feel like it's been taken over by cosplayers. I mean, too. See, I think so. But every con, just about every. No, con but it used like to that. just only be Anime Expo, and then you'd have like yeah. you'd have a few enthusiastic people showing up dressed up as their favorite characters. Yeah, but over now the years, it, it's gotten more. I it's mean, like where they're asking to be paid yeah. <laughs> to go there. Well, I mean, that's what happens. Is like I think it, it's a thing where they became famous. Yeah, and um, it is it is insane to me how it, this has become like uh, I I don't know. It's weird, like. I could appreciate the enthusiasm of like you know. Yeah, like, no, don't get me wrong. I love people's enthusiasm, but they're, they're trying to. I mean, they're turning this into a job, and they're yeah. asking for. Uh, and I get it. it I mean, good cosplays is expensive. I mean, yeah. I see some cool shit. I mean, like at BlizzCon, they showed like all the Overwatch characters. Like there was a dude dressed up as that giant Reinhardt. That dude in the looks like a giant tank. Yeah. Holy shit, that was cool. But I mean, well, right now, well, full disclosure, yeah. Mr. Peter Molini here is uh, is running. He's starting his own comic book expo, yeah. a, a comic con for East Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And and some of the stories that you've told me <laughs> in pre-show meetings or when we're just hanging yeah. out, it's like, it's insane. Like these people like want you to like, there's a cosplayer like on the, on the East Coast, like, oh, how much will you pay me uh, to fly out to you yeah. to be at your convention? And like, Nothing. what? <laughs> no, I am not flying you out. Yeah. It's, it's become a thing where like a lot of these, uh, 
I don't even know what you call them. They're famous cosplayers, I guess. They they, they have well, a following. I mean, there's a lot of like hot women that really are nerded out too. That are incredible cosplayers. I can see them showing up. Having a booth yeah. and doing signings and stuff yeah. like that. But just to show up and walk around the floor, uh, come on. Yeah. That, that's where I'm like, I am I am amazed by this. I, it's, it's not something that I, well, I am not abhorrent to it, but I'm just like, I have to raise an eyebrow and go like, when did this become a thing? <laughs> I feel like it was it was kind of recent, right? Like in the last- It's within a lot. Because I remember like, like if I wanted to see awesome cosplay, I'd go to Anime Expo because yeah. that was where you would see a lot of cosplay. But now every convention is like this parade of people dressed up as, you know, anything and everything yeah. and nothing against them. I'm just kind of like, I, you're a part of the show, but you're not more important than the show. Yeah, like, I, uh, some of them feel like they're more important than the show, or they're they're vital to the show. They yeah. are the show. They think they're the show. Yeah. Now at Anime Expo, I, I would argue that they are like a big part of the show. They are the hype. They are the hype. <laughs> did, you, did you hear about? Oh man, where was it? I think it's like Chicago or maybe even Northern California. There's a show right now. It's getting a lot of bad press. Mm-hmm. Because they made an official saying that they weren't gonna allow cosplay. Really? And uh, but the, here's the thing that they okay. they, they kind of bit them in the ass. The show it's called Superior Con. All right. Wait, what? <laughs> For fuck's sake! So we're better than you. Yeah. <laughs> Superior then, Con. Why do they just? Okay, you know what? I'm then, gonna stop myself before I go to a dark direction. Please continue. And then on top of that, they got a lot of shit because uh, when they made this announcement. They posted a picture of a dude dressed like the Riddler, and it was oh, like a circle on. and a line. <laughs> <laughs> they went full Ghostbusters on that yeah. shit. Oh, da 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 da. No cosplayers. Da 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 da. And I guess the guy. I guess they just like picked the picture at random because the oh. guy. The guy was like using my picture to like you know, and then, and it was crazy. But then, but then you had the reaction that you, that you said uh, was that you had all these cosplayers like, well, a con without cosplay isn't a, a Comic Con, and I'm like. You know, it existed. Before. Yeah. <laughs> the Comic Con existed before the yeah. cosplayer. And yeah. hold on. I have to react to this question on Facebook Live. Uh, Angel Garcia asked, but did you get the Destiny Collector's Edition, though? No, I missed out on it. <laughs> I, I, I was checking Best Buy because I get 20% off at Best Buy. Because, <laughs> again, oh, it comes with a really cool messenger bag. I can get that Destiny messenger bag. It go. cost me $200, but hey, I have a Best Buy credit card. <laughs> but I, I missed out on it. It sold out, so I may just have to settle for saving my money and just buying the regular ass Destiny edition, whatever. That, that is a bridge I will cross in September. <laughs> at this go. point, I missed out on the Destiny Collector's Edition. No. But um, come on, guys! I oh. threw it out there. Um, <laughs> oh, but I'm bummed. But I'm bummed. <laughs> Sorry. Coordination, gentlemen. Oh. But, uh, that, that that is crazy. Yeah. That, like it, this it whole. Just, I don't know. Like it, yeah, the, before. Oh no! You know what? I have a question here. Mm-hmm. You have a question, Sam? Because I've attended many a con. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have, and sir. Of many varieties, not just comic cons. I mean, I've been to various like sex therapy conventions and mm-hmm. various uh, uh, AVNs. And AVN. My, I've been to a, a I think ten now. E three. E three is that that that's, that's a big convention too. Of, you know, all of them have nerdiness incorporated with each other mm, this all is of, true all the different conventions the yeah. ones that i've been to at least including the sex therapist and the sex the sex conventions and all of that stuff uh, i believe the, the term the, 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 some of people are hobbyists so yeah, I mean, is the term i've learned on the internet the the collectors are the ones that are in common uh, but the one thing the the nerdy one e3 that i really like going mm-hmm. to is one that does not have cosplayers they have professionals there that are brought on by yeah it. now here's the thing this year they're selling tickets to the public. Do you think that oh, we're going to have yeah. an inundation of cosplayers? Yep. In yep. 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 And do you think that's going to change the atmosphere of it all? Yes. Well, because, I mean, the E3, I mean, we've discussed E3 here before on the show. Mm. It, it is meant to be an industry event. It's supposed to be for people in the industry yeah. to get their hands on games so they can understand what how, what they should order, what's going to be popular, what... What they should write about for what, the next. Oh, year. what the what the media. Oh, okay, what the media is going to write, but, yeah. but I mean, the industry. When I mean by industry, it's usually the makers that produce. Yeah. The, no, not just the makers. The the, the, the buyers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People from Target and Walmart and Best Buy. They're there to see. They're they're there. They are there to make educated buying decisions. That's usually the big thing. That's why uh, I'm sure you've noticed the last few times we've gone. There's lots of closed off areas now, yeah. all restricted, because that's where they put in. That's that's where those people 
who are the influences. Areas. The pe- no, not okay, it's, it's the media. But remember, we no, also the have meeting areas. That's the meeting uh, meeting yeah. areas. Yes, yeah. but the the influencers, people who are influencers. That that's who is like when when E three was spawned as an idea, however many years ago in the mid nineties, that was the concept of this show. Much like the you know the mm-hmm. L, uh, what um, the um, the uh, CES yeah. that is primarily for people who have who are influenced at companies to make purchasing decisions. That's the main reason. Whenever I used to fib on my E3 application, I would always say I was some measure of an influencer when I was doing marketing for whatever company yeah. I was at. <laughs> oh, I do marketing for such and such company. Why, yes, I am an influencer. Even before I was at Nintendo, I was like, oh, I put in my stepdad's company. I'm like, yes, we do lots of audio video. I am an Im- I have I have purchasing power. That was like, do you have purchasing power? That was one of the big questions back yeah. in the old days. Do you have purchasing power? That's Those are the people who are supposed to be going to E3. Yeah. yeah. So you could see the products ahead of time and know, okay, this is an exciting product. We're going to order more of this. Or you know what? Yeah. I was underwhelmed by this product. We're not going to order that. Well, but, and that's why I love my media pass because I could just get in and get more access than most Yes, people. because it's supposed to be for the media. and it's supposed, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. For, it's supposed to be for the media to help promote stuff. But now in this age of the internet, everything travels a lot, like a million times an hour faster. So all this stuff gets out faster. So now, like you're saying, we're going to have a lot of people who have nothing to do with the industry at the show, and because it's public, there's going to be a bunch of crazy cosplayers. I was already underwhelmed by E3 over the last couple of years. Now I am even less whelmed. Yeah, the, 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 the whelm... <laughs> God, that... This to totally reminds me of like a joke that uh, Robin would say on Young yeah. Justice. Yeah, whelmed. Whelmed. Am I whelmed? <laughs> but... I, like we talked about, like the, I think the shows go in stages. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. When was the, what was the first comic con? Oh, first comic show you went to, like, like an actual convention, or like, yeah, like. Sadly, that the one that you got me in in really? 08. You, you ever went to like a local one? Or? I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't count the shrine. Yeah, because the Shrine Auditorium, like for for those who don't know, like the, the, the there was always a comic, like a, an LA sci-fi, like back in the '90s, this was like it was popping off. Yeah. I remember Schwarzenegger showed up promoting Terminator, or like, yeah. like they they'd get like big gets. They still kind of do, but it's just it's, it's not as big. Yeah. I mean, like you. Now that the, the 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 stink of nerd is not on convention, like you you have big stars going to all these different oh, conventions, yeah. and there's conventions everywhere and all the time. Oh, now. Yeah. It used to it's it yeah. used to not be a big thing. I remember remember that one time we were at your comic shop, and I was flipping through comic books and trying to find all the old oh, conventions. That, we were uh, we were flipping through eighties yeah. comic books, and there was like twelve conventions the whole year. Like there was one a month, but they were spread out around the like, country. Like you had your Baltimore Con, yeah. you had your New York Comic Con, then you had your traditional San Diego, which was always the biggest show. Yeah, like random one, Denver. Yeah, Denver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe because my high comic, you know, like, yeah. and they were fewer and far between. And like, there was just a, you know, it wasn't as crazy as it is now. Oh. It was like, here's a con, like, right when yeah. con season starts. I mean, like, I feel like Emerald City Comic Con is kind of like the kickoff yeah. of the con season now, like, one after another. You oh, know? yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, when we were picking the date for mm. the show, for, for, show. For, for East LA Comic Con, I, I downloaded, uh, shit, like, like four or five apps. That gave you like every show, and it was just like, and I just kind of cross referencing trying to find that one date, trying to find a date where you're not there, there's on. no conflict, and yeah. even then, you, you end up conflicting against some small show, right? Yeah, at the end, in like, uh, I forgot, what was it uh, somewhere on the east coast, yeah, was it somewhere. some like Whedon based? Oh, yeah, that one, the, the Whedon con, and they got pissed, <laughs> like. So a small East Coast show that is not going to be affected at all by this yeah. East LA Comic Con. I mean, no, no, they're they're out here. They're out here. Yeah, I think in Santa Monica or something. Like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, but still, uh, Santa Monica is going to be affected by this East LA Comic Con. Yeah, they got pissed, and I was like, <laughs> just overreaction by people who do not do research. Would, yeah, it just it's ridiculous, man. It's just like, um, but yeah, like there's so many cons. But like, I remember like this, like the one of the goals I want to do with this show was I remember as a kid. Going to shows, they were in the banquet halls of hotels. Yes, and those were so cool because you just like it wasn't huge, but you like walk around. You could, like this is how crazy it is compared to now. Back, at, I have a short box at my house full of books signed by Stanley because back then you just walk right up to him. He was just sitting at a table and <laughs> just by himself, Excelsior. Yeah, like I knew who he was because. I love those cartoons, and he would always come out in the beginning, and he would introduce. Hello, yeah. true believers. Yeah. So I knew who he was, but your average person had no clue. Yeah, Stanley was. It was. It was like if you saw the cartoons, or you were like an older guy, you know, like an older collector. Like you, that's the only. Like, everyone mm-hmm. between 
Didn't know who Stanley no, was. No, no one else knew who Stanley was. He was just yeah. like an anonymous figure, but now yeah. thanks to the Marvel movies, everybody knows who yeah, Stanley is. Everybody knows is. who he is now. He has his own Comic Con now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so like those were like the type of shows I always love. And I think it was cool because it was on the edge and it was like, you know, you were able to get into it <laughs> easily. You know, honestly, the first show I ever, like, there was one time where my old boss, the, the original owner of Comic Galaxy, yeah. Barry, he took me to a, a trade, it was a trading card show. But okay. it was more trading cards, but there yeah. were comic books there. Mm-hmm. Like, there was one day where he took me to a show. That was the first time I'd ever been to a show, a show proper or yeah. like not Frank and Sons. Not freaking, right. not the shrine. That was the first time, like, and then, and, 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 like, and like you were saying, um, um, it blew up. <laughs> it, it, oh, um, oh, God, I lost my train of thought because it, um, I, I got a message across the, <laughs> the thing. Whoa, wow. That was the first time where I got to witness, like, oh my God, there's all this shit. I'm yeah. like, holy crap. Yeah. You could, there was comic, I mean, there was cards everywhere. There was comics everywhere. Yeah. It was insane. It was in a hotel lobby. That's yeah. what I was, that, that's the point I was trying to make before I got distracted by the message I got yeah. right now. It was in a hotel lobby mm-hmm. in like in LA. They're like, holy shit, you know, all this stuff is happening. And then there was one, there was a show at the Montebello Town Center. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they brought out some Raiders. So those, those were the first time yeah. I had those tastes of actual, like, mm-hmm. they weren't like real shows, but it was like, like you were saying, like, there were, there were probably people who were, who would be famous comic book creators now. Like, I bet a Jim Lee could be sitting there. Yeah. And, and no one would know it was him. Yeah. He would just be sitting there chilling. People would walk up. The people who knew brought him Uncanny X Man and he'd be signing it. Yeah. But beyond that, no one else would knew. Like, oh, who, who's this Korean dude here? There's a, there's a, uh, it's random off topic, but it, it ties into it. Where in, I think in Instagram, Jim Lee posted a, a bunch of pictures of uh, drawings he did. Uh, he was selling at his first Comic Con, mm-hmm. and I think there was like a Wolverine, and it was like thirty bucks. And that and he was telling, he was saying he couldn't sell it; like no one was buying it. <laughs> like, you know. but uh, men would kill each other yeah, for a, to pay thirty dollars for an original Wolverine sketch. Like yeah. the, there'd be dead men in yeah. front of that table. <laughs> It'd be Kumite. Yeah, exactly. There would be Kumite for a, for a Jim Lee drawn Wolverine original sketch from nineteen ninety two. I bet. Yeah. But um, yeah, they're saying that the con culture has changed so much. We're like, yeah. everyone has giant lines. Yeah, and I, I remember the last or the the invasion of TV shows. Yeah, yeah. that that's I, I always say that that was pre- like that was the death knell for for comic cons for yeah. me. Like, because that first con that I, I that I finally got to go to, I was like for the longest time I could not go to San Diego Comic Con because my mom would not allow it. Yeah, <laughs> she did not trust my boss. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and so I'd always have just I was the one stuck at the comic shop while everyone else, like you know, my coworkers, their parents, are like, oh yeah, you can go to comic, you can go to San Diego. Yeah, sure, why not? They got the experience Comic Con, and I'd just be sitting here at the comic shop, you know, sad panda. <laughs> I didn't get to go until 2008. Yeah, was when you you had that extra pass mm-hmm. and you told me drive down. Drive down, bring bring a sleeping bla- or bring a sleeping bag. Yeah. Crash on the floor of the of the hotel room that we have, and that's why I drove down there. Crashed in the hotel room. Next morning, you got me the the the, the pass back when you could still transfer passes. Yeah. In two thousand eight was the last time you could transfer a pass because you had an extra one. Yeah, you're like, oh, I have an extra Saturday pass. Oh, and that was the first time I got to experience Comic Con, and that was literally one of the greatest experiences of my life because that was still like. The, the whole Twilight movies hadn't like yeah. taken over. I mean, I think Twilight was there, but it hadn't become the thing where people camped out for three days to to watch their you, panel. You know, it's funny. I don't remember if it was that Comic Con or the one after, but I remember standing in line to get in, and these two girls in homemade Twilight shirts were walking around with a camcorder, and they were just coming, and they're like, "Like, are you excited about Twilight?" And I'm like, "I don't know what that is." No, that, <laughs> that was that was that was oh eight. Okay, that that was oh eight because yeah. like I think Twilight had was there because I remember seeing I'm like seeing the posters. I'm like, "What the hell is Twilight?" Yeah. Like not being not knowing. I was like, "What the hell is this?" And why is it here? Yeah. <laughs> and then the following year, it being like the, the, the this gigantic thing. And like, and I hate to see that was like that and got the rest of the movie industry. Oh look, this movie got huge from by being at Comic Con. Well, then another thing too is like. Uh, the re- that's when it started selling out because people didn't understand that like, they just wanted to go to the Twilight thing and they would buy four day passes. Yeah, where they only would need one day, yeah. but they bought four day passes just because that, that's they, what you that's what that's you would what buy. You that's what you right? <laughs> or maybe there's gonna be another panel. Maybe there's gonna be a signing. Or yeah, something. you don't know. You you have all your options open. Yeah, be there all four days. Get. 
I had one really awesome Comic Con experience. Oh, oh that's right. Because excessively long, executive Sam's here. You lived in San Diego. You live. You lived deep inside the whale's vagina I, for I a good while. I actually lived on front, the corner of Front and Market. Oh, front and Market. Wow. So, like, there was a little. You got to like, watch Comic Con happen on the left. Side, Literally, there's now like a high rise. Yeah. On the right, there's this little tiny apartment complex. I lived in that apartment complex. <laughs> I think there's like a Ralph's there now or something. Yeah. yeah. No, no, on the other side. On, on the other on, side. On, okay. on the other side of it. Uh, on Market and Front. Okay. And yeah, I used to go to that Ralph's all the time before the high rise got there. Huh. The, the day the PS2 came out, I ran across an empty lot. A month later, there was a high rise. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> I went over to the Comic Con. Actually, it was after I moved out, out of San Diego. I saw all the crazy shit people coming in and out when I lived, yeah. when I lived yeah. there. I had my fill. And then I ended up going down there and I walk in and someone just like I'm in I just walk in for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Someone just grabs me and says, "Hey, you want to get in this line?" I was like, "Sure." <laughs> they were just starting a line right then and there. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Okay, cool, whatever." I get I'm like the second person in line and I look and it's Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, that's nice. right. That's the photo you uh on on your Facebook I've seen yeah, several times. Yeah, when he uh, was Over Cosmos. Cosmos. Nice. So I was blown away. I was like, oh my God, I just met Hitler Grass Tyson. <laughs> and then I made a beeline for, uh, what's his face, for Ty Mac, because he was upstairs, the guy from The Last Dragon. <laughs> so I went up there, and he has no line in front of him. Man. He has no line. <laughs> I just sat there and talked to him for a little bit. It was great. See, like it's, I feel like everyone's first Comic Con experience yeah. is amazing, and then it just it, it, it's well, like it's the downhill after that because everybody, all the same people, come back. It's not like you're going to walk back up to the guy and say, "Hey, what's up? You remember me?" From <laughs> last it's kind year? of the, the law of diminishing returns. I mean, like Boy. my last Comic Con was like probably the one of the worst experiences of my life. <laughs> I think that's the thing about Comic Con. You have those moments where like that stuff could happen. But then there's also, yeah, like the bad stuff. The bad stuff. <laughs> well, like, there's no, every year it gets bigger and bigger and less room to move. It, it's insane. It's And it's really, you, get, you have to, I remember going through when I used to live down there, just walking around the neighborhood as it was happening. And it was already crowded, but it was manageable. It was still manageable. Then all of a sudden, like now, I, I bet it's so hard to walk around the gas lamp. District during Comic Con now. Yeah, and uh, I lived down there uh, from 2001 until 2004. Oh, those were good years then. Yeah. Those were amazing Comic Con years. Yeah, yeah. there was, was still oh. crowds, but it was yeah. manageable. It was, uh, it was a crowd, but it wasn't. You know, you could still find parking. People were not yeah. fighting for hotel rooms. Yeah, like where you you have to stay in Mission Valley. Yeah, and even then, Mission <laughs> Valley sells out. <laughs> But we'll, we'll probably we're probably gonna hit this this Comic Con topic again at some other future point because I feel like I, I we, we got a lot of cons. This is the yeah. opening of the con season, right? Yeah, here. yeah. yeah. We're, we'll probably talk about more conventions. I mean, I, I feel like E three. I mean, when when E three rears its its head around here, I'm not sure. We're, it's less attractive head. Let's just call it that. <laughs> it's, it's less attractive. It's not ugly, but it's it's, it's not attractive. as attractive as it used to be. Yeah, that, I'm sorry. Was it 1,200 or 12,000 people? Or they opened it up to? Oh boy. Wow. And I, the, granted, they now have the space. Considering what EA and Activision aren't showing up. No, oh, well, they might be coming back. That's but they the might go outside again. I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see when when that you know when that uh freaking a can of worms opens up as we get closer to uh, was it July or June? Yeah, June. Because yeah, they 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 moved around because it used to be a May two thing. Months. Two months. June. Oh boy. And, I, I, ugh. and then oh yeah, yeah, it can't be July because July is freaking is, is Axe and yeah. Expo. Yeah, which I stopped going because I felt very creepy. Yeah, <laughs> I took yeah. the last time I went, I took my brother, and I felt like a creep. Like even then, uh, I was still in my late twenties. I still felt like a creepy old man. Me, and I'm like, all right, I don't belong here. You want to talk about creepy? Talk, talk to me one day about AVNs. Oh, AVN. I've never been, and uh, I, I as a younger man, I always wanted to go. And then we always hear stories from our friend D Lo because he he always ends up working security there and yeah, having to fight off all awesome the stories. fight off all the cretins. And all the, <laughs> I all got the to awful... go and see what was going on, and I had such a right a couple of years ago. Experience. I remember. Yeah, there's a photo of uh, you, him, uh, our other buddy Michael Elias. You yeah, know, you guys, I all met up with Coolio. Was there in one of those pictures? That's right. Coolio. The three of you took a photo with Coolio. <laughs> yeah. So and and I have to say, it was because of AVN this last year i got a personalized message from the creator of rick and morty which spoiler it came back this past yeah. weekend we're gonna talk about that next week yeah. I, I should have included that this week but i, I felt i already stacked the deck yeah. enough but like rick and morty is back i don't know if anyone likes rick and morty i like rick and morty yeah, I, I believe amazing. you like rick and morty are you a rick and morty fan i need to get into it you need to get oh, it's it's amazing when i when i eventually buy the blu-rays when they go on yeah. sale i will lend them to you or I'll, i'm just gonna come over and we're gonna watch them and you're yeah. gonna like be amazed 
That was crazy that they started streaming it. Just they started streaming it on April Fool's Day. Yeah. That's like the best. I, I hate April Fool's Day, but that was the best reverse April Fool's of all time. <laughs> but yeah, Rick and Morty came back. It is freaking great. Um, but yeah, no, actually, because of AVN, I got a personalized message at, from the creator as Rick. Like, hey, Andre, hey, Andre, hey, don't, 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 don't kill yourself. <laughs> don't, just, just don't. Hey, why don't you go adopt a puppy or something? <laughs> Yeah, and then he and then he, like he was really drunk. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, he like, all right. He tried to do he tried to do the Morty voice and he couldn't do it and he was so drunk. That's awesome. <laughs> like I have it saved in my phone. I was showing people last night at WrestleMania. I'm like, oh yeah, you guys like Rick and Morty? Check this out. Yeah. I, <laughs> hey Andre, hey Andre, don't die. <laughs> we gotta get Dre on the show one of these days. Uh, not Dre. We gotta get D on the show one of these days. He was on the show. He didn't want to get on the mic. Yeah, but we could if we give him something to talk about, like AVN. All right, well, so I don't know I, if we're going to do an AVN episode. But. Well, no, 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 just because of it, well, it will make it part of convention season. Oh, well, well, okay. well, as we get closer to that, we'll see. We'll talk about that. So we're going to wrap this show up. We've reached the top of the hour. We've reached almost 9 p.m. So as usual, if you want to follow the show, please go to facebook.com forward slash Dre GP podcast. If you want to watch all of us in our entirety and not just my face, you can go to uh, twitch.tv forward slash Dre GP podcast. You can follow the show. I will randomly tweet. I, I need to get better at tweeting, but you can follow our Twitter at Dre GP podcast as well. You can follow Pete Molini here on Twitter. That uh, nostalgic underscore comic. Nostalgic underscore comics. Sam Zia, who ran out to go take care of someone in the next room. He's at Sam Z570. At Sam Z570. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at SoCalCologne. If I don't get hacked, apparently people are getting hacked like crazy oh, right, right now. <laughs> uh, I've had a couple of friends lose their accounts. It's been oh, pretty wow. intense. It's like, I was like, oh, shit. Uh, I, had to turn, I, I turned on two step verification to make sure my account didn't get hacked. So, for excessively long producer. Executive producer Sam Zia. Four, <laughs> judgmental nerd Pete Molini. I am your host, Dre Cervantes. Thank you for watching. Please like, share. Um, I, I can't use subscribe yet because we're not on YouTube yet. Like, share, uh, share this video. Even let's say you're watching this tomorrow morning and you thought it was great. Share it with your friends. Then it. This is evergreen. This is the magic of the internet. You, if you don't watch it live, you can watch it later. I've had several of my friends tell me that they watch this show on their own time, and I tell them. Thank you. I appreciate you take the time to watch it at some point. You don't have to be here live. It's more fun for you if you're live. You can you can send ridiculous messages to me on Facebook, and I will like get thrown off. And, <laughs> and you you can help derail the show by messaging me live during the show. <laughs> so thank you everyone. Thank you for watching. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for liking. And we'll see you next week. I love you. So do I. <laughs>